Welcome to episode 12 of the English Vocabulary Help Podcast. My name is Kayla and I'm an English teacher from the United States. I teach English vocabulary that you cannot find in a textbook. Today's topic is all about shopping vocabulary and money words. These are useful words that you'll be able to use in a conversation with a native English speaker to describe your spending habits and things that you'll find in stores and the way that you pay for things. These are all great natural words. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at English with Kayla and subscribe to my YouTube for more English lessons there as well. The English Vocabulary Help podcast is a way to hear English that I teach on the go. So make sure to subscribe to the podcast and share it with your friends who are also learning English. Wherever you are in the world, I hope you enjoy today's lesson. Now let's get into it. Actually, before we talk about today's lesson, I wanted to give you my recommendation of the week. I think I'm going to start doing this every week on the podcast. Last week, I was talking about the show The Queen's Gambit on Netflix. This week, I'm actually going to give you another show that I think you should watch that would be great for learning English. A lot of you like to watch the show Friends and... To be honest, I'm just not the biggest Friends fan. I know it's funny. I know the themes that they talk about are really universal, so it's easy to learn English from. But another show that I think is very funny, and also I think that it will be great to learn English from, is the show New Girl. So the show stars Zoe Deschanel. She is beautiful, and she is just kind of a quirky girl. She's a little bit nerdy. She's a teacher. And she lives with three men as her roommates. So it's just kind of funny. The roommates are like hilarious in the show. And I want to dress exactly like her. Her name's Jess in the show. And I think their dialogues are very natural. And watching this show with subtitles would be an excellent activity to learn some natural English phrases. And I think you'll enjoy the show as well. It's an old show, but it's available on Netflix. Let me know if you get to watch New Girl because I think it's hilarious. All right, now let's start our vocabulary for today's lesson. The first word sounds like alcoholic, but instead of being addicted to alcohol, you're addicted to shopping. So it's a play on words here. It's not really a slang, but it's, you know, an informal phrase. The word is shopaholic, someone who's addicted to shopping. So you don't have to literally be addicted. You could just be one of those people that really likes to shop and you could say, I am such a shopaholic. If you're a shopaholic, you just get pleasure in shopping. You're a total consumer. My mom is a shopaholic. Sorry, mom, if you're listening, but... She dresses really nicely too. I wish I had my mom's style. She is a total shopaholic. She'll always be able to go out to the stores and find something stylish to wear when it comes to clothes. She likes shopping for her house as well. She can always find a good deal as well at the stores. So she's always able to find, you know, a buy one, get one, which is also called a BOGO sometimes. <laughs> There's a bonus phrase for you. Buy one, get one free buy one, get one, is called a BOGO in the United States. It's a type of sale that's pretty common here. So now if you see that advertised and you're a shopaholic, you could say, oh, they have a BOGO deal, a buy one, get one. If you are this type of shopper that really likes to find deals, you can call yourself a bargain hunter. 
Now, a bargain hunter is not a negative term, but calling someone like cheap, frugal isn't necessarily neg- negative either, but it's not the best thing to be. You can call yourself a bargain hunter. It just means that you're a very smart shopper that can always find a deal and they'll find the best deals on things. I consider myself a bit of a bargain hunter. I think that buying things secondhand as well is always a good idea because sometimes you can find things that people bought and they're brand new and they'll sell them to you for half the price or even less. Like the other day, my baby monitor for my children, it's like the video camera that I watch my kids sleep on, was getting kind of wonky. It was starting to break. So I went on Mercari. It's like a website like eBay. And I bought one for less than half the price of the exact baby monitor that I had. And it was new. It was literally in the box. It's like someone had gotten it for a baby shower present and they just never opened it. So they sold it to me for half the price, which was amazing. So I thought I was a bargain hunter in that case. Now, my family calls me cheap, which isn't very nice. It doesn't make me feel good. They think it's hard for me to spend money, which it probably is. Even if I had all the money in the world, I would still hunt for a bargain or a good price. Let's take a moment to thank this week's sponsors of the podcast. Thank you so much to this week's sponsor of the podcast. The sponsor is Audible, and I love Audible, you guys. You've heard me talk about it in the last few episodes because Audible right now is offering you a free trial for 30 days where you get a free audiobook to listen to. And this will really be supportive to your English listening practice. And if you sign up for this deal, you're supporting my podcast and my work as well. So go to audibletrial.com forward slash EWK. And again, you get a free 30-day trial of Audible and a free audiobook to listen to. I have been an Audible member since 2015. It really helps me read at least a book a month. And with Audible, you also get really good deals on any extra audiobooks that you want to listen to. And they have other free things on there with the membership as well, like podcasts, meditation programs. It's a great deal. So again, visit audibletrial.com forward slash EWK like English with Kayla to support the English vocabulary podcast and get your free audiobook. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. While you're bargain hunting, you might be going out to the mall, going out to the stores. Of course, not during corona times, but we'll pretend that the world is normal right now. And when you go out to the mall or to the market or whatever place you're shopping at, sometimes the sales associate, so the worker at the store, will come up to you and say, Hey, is there anything I can help you with? Is there anything I can help you find? The most common way to respond to this when you don't have anything in particular you're shopping for, you're just shopping for fun, maybe you're a shopaholic, as I said before, is to say, oh, I'm just browsing. When you say that you're just browsing, 
it means that you're basically just shopping for pleasure. You're just looking at all the things in the store and you don't have anything in mind to buy. I don't like to feel pressured when I shop at stores. So even when I am looking for something, unless I need help finding it, I usually just say I'm I'm just browsing. That means I'm just looking. I'm not necessarily here to buy something in particular. It just kind of is a way to get salespeople especially to leave you alone. Or you can also say I'm just shopping around. That means the exact same thing as I'm just browsing. Hopefully when you shop, you have a budget in mind. Hopefully you budget monthly so you decide how much you are able to spend out of your paycheck after all your bills and things. And if you want to tighten your budget, as in reduce your budget, make it smaller, maybe you're trying to save more money, you're trying to save up for a car, a house, or a big purchase, you are going to tighten your belt. Now this phrase, tighten your belt, is kind of like you're going to be cheap for a while in order to save money. So if we think about finances as a diet, the things you eat, which these two things often go hand in hand in the English language. We talk about money the way we talk about losing weight or food and things like that. When you tighten your belt, it means you're losing weight. If you need to tighten your belt, it means your pants are getting too big. Now, if you tighten your belt money-wise, it means you're going to spend less. So maybe you're going to stay in and cook more, eat out less, find little shortcuts in order to tighten your belt or save money. Like I said, I'm a bargain hunter, so in order to tighten my belt, I will buy the things that I need at a lower price. I'll buy them used Or if I find them to be too expensive and I don't need it today, I will wait until there is a good deal. That's how I tighten my belt. Also, I love to go to restaurants, but sometimes I have to tighten my belt and have some discipline and cook at home more often. It is December when I'm recording this podcast, so this is the most common time in the United States and I'm sure other countries that celebrate Christmas commonly. This is a shopping time of year. I actually finished my Christmas shopping two nights ago now, and I did it all online this year because I did not want to have to go to the stores and possibly get coronavirus. I do not want to get sick, you guys, and I don't want to spread the virus if I had it as well. So I stayed at home and I did all my shopping online at Target, my favorite store. If you follow me on Instagram at English with Kayla, you probably already know this. But I shopped the Black Friday deals. So in the United States, on the Friday after Thanksgiving, so I think it's always the last Friday of the month of November, we have Black Friday. And this is when all of the stores have their biggest sales of the year. So if you're a bargain hunter, this is when you want to shop. So when we talk about your bank account or your business being in the black, It means you're very profitable and you are making money. And if you say you're in the red, it actually means the opposite. It means you've spent more money than you have earned. So we say Black Friday because it's such a profitable day for all of the businesses because that's when everyone starts their shopping for Christmas gifts. And so the stores kind of try to entice you with really good deals. We also, more in modern times, have something called Cyber Monday in the United States. I'm sure you've heard of this if you are doing anything online. 
Amazon is really popular to shop on Cyber Monday. So it's the Monday after Thanksgiving, after that weekend. And that is when different businesses offer their best prices online and they offer Cyber Monday deals. Cyber means like the internet. So it's like Internet Monday, Cyber Monday, best deals are online. Another more modern shopping day. It's crazy in the United States how many days that we have devoted to shopping when you really think about it. We are a consumer culture. I'll tell you that for sure. But we have small business Saturday in the middle there. So there's Black Friday, which is where you go to the stores and you get all your deals on, you know, clothes, um, gadgets, cooking goods, everything that you would buy for people for Christmas gifts. We have Small Business Saturday, which is supposed to encourage people to instead give their money to small businesses here in the United States. So businesses owned by family, um, people who make goods on Etsy or other like handmade stores. So it's a good idea and a lot of people support small businesses on that Saturday. And then on Monday, all of the big stores and small businesses have Cyber Monday. So they offer their best deals online. So, after Thanksgiving, going into December for Christmas, the United States has three days that are devoted to different types of shopping sales. We are shopaholics. I'll say it again. (laughs) If you want to describe someone as rich or, you know, someone who spends a lot of money and isn't afraid to spend a lot of money on things, you can say they have deep pockets. Deep pockets is kind of an idiom used to say that they have a lot of money to spend. So if you were a salesperson at a store and you said, oh, he has deep pockets, that means he's going to buy lots of things. He has lots of money to spend or she has lots of money to spend. Um, Another great phrase for this type of person is a high roller. I think this phrase originates from someone who's a gambler who would make a lot of money gambling and then spend it. Or just if you're a high roller, you're not afraid to spend money on yourself and luxury items. And then a really like slang hip phrase is to just say, I'm an absolute baller. Like I ball out. I spend a bunch of money on everything. Maybe I buy jewelry. Maybe I buy nice cars, maybe a nice house. If you're a baller, you've, you've got money and you're not afraid to spend it. I just taught a slang lesson on YouTube. Check out English with Kayla YouTube if you want to see that fun lesson. I use TikToks in order to teach American slang because the kids are on TikTok. They are the hippest. They are the trendiest. So they know the good slang. And one of the slang phrases I taught was secure the bag. So when you secure the bag, it means that you are doing something in order to make money. So the bag in this idiom is a bag of money. Not literally, but maybe you're signing a contract with someone or you're making a deal with them and you're like, I am going to secure this bag. It means I'm going to secure the money. I'm going to get the money. I'm making a good deal. I'm doing my job. Sometimes we say secure the bag if it's you're doing something shady. Obviously, you wouldn't want to do something shady, but you can describe a shady situation where somebody's getting money from something as securing the bag. On TikTok, women talk about marrying men for their money and securing the bag, which is very shady, and I don't encourage that at all. I encourage love over money, of course. 
Another phrase that goes right along with this one is to get that paper. I hear this in songs all the time. Get that paper. It just means get that money. If you want to say to your friend, get that paper, girl. It means get that money. Go to work. Work hard. Get the money. Now, I've talked a lot of phrases that are talking about getting money and being rich, but you hear those lots in pop culture and the United States and American English because, like I said, we're a very consumeristic culture. We're a very material culture. I think that other cultures are as well, but from what I understand, we are extremely materialistic and consumeristic. So <laughs> it means we value our things and we value our money. In America, I would say time is money. Like we equivalent our time with money. So if you want to say that somebody makes a lot of money, you can say they make bank. It's a slang phrase to say they make really good money. If you know someone that is, let's say, a CEO at a bank or something, you could say they make bank. It doesn't mean that they literally make the bank. It means that they make a lot of money, a ton of money. We've talked about ballers. We've talked about getting that paper. We've talked about making bank, being a shopaholic, or being a bargain hunter. And I really hope that you use all these phrases in your natural English conversations. Or if you're watching TikToks, if you're watching YouTube, if you're watching any sort of TV show, or especially listening to rap music, because they always talk about money in American rap music. I hope that these phrases help you understand English speakers. So thank you so much for listening to today's English Vocabulary Help podcast. Make sure to follow me at English with Kayla. Always feel free to send me a message on Instagram. And let me know you listened to the podcast. Let me know if you enjoyed it. Or if you have any requests for new topics, I would love to hear what you want to learn. Thank you so much again for listening. I'll see you next Thursday and good luck studying English.